Good morning, everybody. Eric Kaiser, it's my Spiritual Awakening podcast. For those who have been following me, I'm sorry I took a little break. It's October 17th today. Um, you know, there was just a lot of things going on in my life. There was a lot of shifts going on. You know, I was starting to find a lot of balance. Well, not starting to find, just really finding a lot of balance throughout this awakening. You know, the last year of my life has been very, very, um, you know, confusing at times. But at the same time, I dedicated myself to really learning. Still to this point of my awakening, I've only met one other person who really gets it the way I do. And just so y'all know, this person only listens to Esther Hicks, which if you want to go listen to what Esther is all about, you can find her on YouTube under Abraham Hicks. I mean, she's been around for such a long time. She's a channeler. She really knows her stuff and she's a really good person to listen to when you're really trying to change your life and you're trying to live in it now, you're trying to manifest. Esther is wonderful at that. And it was so good to finally talk to somebody recently here that really gets it. You know, he's as deep as I am. And I want y'all to know that in life, I've learned one thing. What brings the good stuff? Because that's why everybody listens, right? You want to know what brings the good stuff. Love. That's the only frequency that you need in your body. Because I want to tell a little story about the last year of my life, which I didn't really go into detail about a lot because at the time, it's just when you understand your thoughts create it all, you really don't want to have certain thoughts and you don't want to set you know, you just don't want to put certain things in stone, but my intuition for the last year of my life, you know, it kind of told me that my ex was probably in a bad situation. And considering my ex was my awakening, you know, she was my false twin flame who showed me all my lessons and showed me who I used to be and how I used to treat people. And, um, you know, the last year of my life, I had to really ignore a lot of things and just keep my faith in God that my kids would always be safe. But I want to tell this story because this story, you know, in Florida, before the whole entire relationship just totally imploded into just straight hatred, you know, there was a lot of hate already built up through the years of our marriage because unfortunately I came from an alcoholic father. I didn't know how to communicate with people. So if somebody would come at me and push my buttons, I could cut you with my words. You know, I could cut you in half. I knew how to really dig at people. And even though, you know, I gave it 150% my relationship. I gave it my all, my all, my all. You know, I could have changed a lot. I could have learned how to speak. But, you know, when you're dealing with somebody else that speaks just like you and they come at you, I think we all know what happens. But I want to tell you what happens when you change that mindset. You know, so here's a story of two people. Pretty much, she was in a mindset of just, wow. You know, she visited a mental hospital. She went to jail. She was just becoming very abusive, punching me in my face in front of the kids. And just the things that were happening were just out of freaking control. So that's when I decided, okay, I'm I'm done you know, I'm giving it, I gave away everything. I came back to Georgia. Everybody knows a story with a dog, a bag of clothes, a mountain bike, moved into a motel, right? And I went deep. I started studying. 
I started really looking at life, the design of life. And for me, I'm so grateful that my, my awakening took me in ways where it just wasn't like most people who find this information get stuck on YouTube for life. You know, they're, they're, they're watching card readings. They're listening to just different YouTubers, which is great. You know, the contents there, it gives you an understanding, but if you really want the good stuff, you got to just follow the signs. You got to let life take you by the hand because that's what I did. I never searched content. Content found me and wherever it took me, I would listen. I would get the book. I would buy the book. I would find on YouTube no matter what it was. And for me, I wanted to know why all of it was linked together. And what I mean by that was spiritual success, sales, like all this stuff, neuroscience, it all has the same message coming back to you, right? So what I have learned in the last year of my life was it's very simple. Everything people is love. Because if you look at my story, I went into hermit mode. I got to know me. I forgot who the old Eric Kaiser was, the ego driven Eric Kaiser, you know, and I started living in a heart space. No matter what people did to me, I accepted it. I accepted it with love. And even though if it made me a little mad inside or it hurt my feelings or whatever, I did the best I could not to lose my mind because at the end of the day, I have learned people and what I'm teaching people now is that it's about our kids. You know, everybody listening knows that I, I, I'm a public speaker, speaking the school system. I want to help families. I want to keep the kids together, but I've really realized that it's about the kids and the reason it's about the kids. They save this world. Our children change the consciousness all the way because the parents who have young children right now who awaken and start teaching your kids to live with love, that right there changes everything in the future. The planet is saved. Everybody's happy. Everybody's living in love. This whole hamster wheel of society that you see out here running off an ego in Calvin Klein clothes totally diminishes. Things change and people start to love each other. Throughout the last year of my life, my ex has really just did some really just horrible things, always lying. So here's the lesson here, right? You have one person who got out of the ego and got alone and got educated. Then you have another person who stayed with the ego, came home, went out drinking, getting thrown out of the bars. Some really horrible things happened to her while intoxicated. I'm sure you could put the pieces together. It goes with her whole entire story of her whole entire life. And she really lived in that story. Her Facebook projected a vision of me for a whole entire year that I was a narcissist and I was this and I was that. And as people listen to my podcast, you know, I'm very open about, yes, I had a problem with speaking, but I really loved my wife. Like, and it wasn't that you know, as people, we always have to be honest. Like, I don't know if my love feelings were true love because our relationship was always such a mess or if it was a challenge to the inner being I have because, you know, ah, I just want to help everybody, right? So I thought that I really could fix this woman. And maybe I was trying to fix her because at the time I didn't want to fix myself and I got addicted to that. But, you know, for the last year, she really just, you know, she got herself in a relationship. She moved my kids into 
a stranger's house that he rented out rooms. And I'm not going to lie. Like I had to keep my thoughts so pure about the whole situation. So it would end the way it did. And I want you all to really listen to this because if you really, really listen and you really realize that it's about our children, if you're in this situation, you might start leading with love and you won't care what they do, right? You won't care what they say back. Just lead with love, be as short as possible and let the universe and God take care of the rest. Because as long as you're pure, I have learned this, as long as you're pure, you're living by the word of God. Your thoughts are pure. Your spoken word is pure. Your actions are pure. You really care about people. You're really balanced in your life. Maybe you're educating other people to see life this way. You know, if you're doing that, your life is never going to be bad because once you understand that everything in front of you is just a simple test, you start passing the test. So I looked at Carl, I looked at my ex as a simple test for last year. And I wanted to see where it would go. You know, most men would have ran into a courtroom, tore up, (laughs) tore up their ex. I mean, I could have tore her to shreds because of what she did with my children, moving them into this house with this man that I knew had drinking problems. I kind of felt like he might have drug problems. And I, I almost felt like he was a drug dealer, honestly, because I really never knew what he did for a living. He said that he was kind of like me, that he he wrapped cars or he worked in the car business, but that's not really important. What's important here is the way I led the whole last year of my life. I gave nothing but love to my children every time I seen them, because let me tell you something, if I didn't, my kids would be behaving a lot worse than they are now seeing what they seen. And basically, long story short, you know, if for people who listen to my podcast, you will remember there in May, Carla popped back up in my front door and she needed a place to stay. And I said, come in. And as quick as that happened, she took off. You know, she went right back to him. I said, okay, you got to make your own mistakes. And, you know, that's really where the dynamic of our situation changed because we were getting along not great, but she was being a little bit nice. But after that, he got very, very jealous that, you know, oh, the 3D mind kicked in. Oh, he must still want you. You know, we all know how we think. And between me and my listeners, I don't have a attraction to my wife whatsoever. None. Um, she's just the mother of my children. And I love her to death because of every time I look at my children, She's there. Remember that, people, when you think about your ex. Like, your kids are them. They're a piece of them. How can you hate a person and then not hate your kids because they're mixed with the same chemicals, right? Let's really think about that. Let's put that down a little bit. But for the last year of my life, I watched a human being live their life very toxic and drink and smoke cigarettes again and just get in all kinds of crap that... I don't even want to know the half, but basically what happened was recently here, you know, after I even swore to myself, I would never do it again. You know, she found herself in the same dilemma, you know, um, she found herself getting beat up really bad. And it was such a shame when I seen her because she got beat up by him really bad. And I'm not going to say she's perfect or awake, but you know, she sent me a text that she was ready to surrender. Well, me being me, I let her come move into my nice one-bedroom apartment in Midtown Atlanta. And I'm getting a phone call. I will have to call back. And um, 
you know, she, she really came here and made herself really comfortable by bringing everything she owned, which I asked her not to do that. But long story short, I took her back in and, you know, I really thought that maybe she, she had an awakening after that, that incident, but no, it's, you know, she's pretty educated on the knowledge of an awakening. So the problem with my ex is she's still a little bit in that narc state. And we all, I think, go through this narc state. If you came from violent parents or very loud parents or just a crappy life situation, I think we all go through this because we don't trust anybody. We're so damn scared of the world because the world shit on us our whole lives. And that's the reason why when it comes to my ex, I still I still love her because it's not her fault and it's not any of our faults that we go through this stuff. And it's not her fault that she's going through what she's going through right now. But unfortunately... She still doesn't see the big picture because I let her come here and me being very awake and aware at this point, like I don't, <laughs> I don't deal with any negativity. It's either love or it's got to go. And very quickly, she was getting very toxic, blaming people for her problems and not seeing the big picture of an awakening is becoming very, very accountable for your actions in life. Like, that's what I wanted her to see. I wanted her to go, oh my God, I look back at our relationship and I see it now. And there was moments of spark where she did have self-realization of, you know, she calls it all. You know, after getting beat up, you know, after calling me a narc for a year, I'm trying to explain to her the law of attraction. I want everybody else to understand that that's why you leave with love. If you're the other side of that that spectrum. If you're the one lying about other people, if you're the one always living in a story, you're going to will that bad shit into your life. You have no choice. It's coming because if you're projecting that onto Facebook, we all realize that that's, that's just dancing around your head all day. Like, you know, maybe it was, she was looking at my life going, how the hell is he doing everything he's doing? He don't have a, you know, he don't have a car. He gave everything away. And now he's living in Midtown. And he's got this place. How's he doing all this? And it's probably really banging her head up, but I surrendered to God. You know, I gave myself to God. And when you do that, you open up opportunities that just weren't there before and things come your way and things happen. And am I perfect at it yet? No, I'm not perfect at it yet, but I'm very damn good at it. You know, i I live a pretty easy, carefree, non-worry, non-judgmental life and things good just keep happening. So let me tell you a little story about synchronicity. The second that she decided to get her butt out of that situation and come down here, you know, we both have kids. I'm exhausted. I've had my kids for weeks now. I actually have full custody of them right now until she gets on her feet and kind of smooths this mess out. You know, um, she came down here and she wanted to go to a, a, a music like festival thing one night that she somehow got a ticket to, you know, she said she manifested her girlfriend just offered it to her. I said, you know what? Yeah, go. I believe in manifesting. I believe in things happen for a reason. And I kind of felt like this ticket was happening for a reason. So she went to the concert. She ran into a couple of people that in our, what I call my favorite part of me and my wife's process, you know. Back in the days when we we're still hanging out on a lake, we we're going out. It was fun, even though there was bad things that, that that would happen due to alcohol. But you know, it was still a good time. She ran into some people that we we you know we knew, and they invited her in VIP. And some guy just started talking to her, and it wasn't like he was trying to sleep with her or anything like that. He just said she had good energy, and you know, he he offered her a job. 
And she was like, all right, well, you know, I'll come check it out. You know, it's a five-star restaurant. And I've always told my ex, she's really good at being a server, that she needed to get in the right place. Well, you know, long story short, the guy says, well, stop by. I'll introduce you to the manager and he'll give you an interview and we'll see what happens. Well, she goes in and unfortunately, this guy wasn't there. You know, the guy she met was there. She's like, listen, you know, I don't I don't know what to do. This lady's here and she's like, I'll just get her information and whatever. Well, Carla didn't know at the time they were already in a hiring process and, you know, there was tryouts coming up and this restaurant is like celebrity restaurant, $200 plus per plate whiskey. Like you have to know your stuff to work in this place. So, you know, Carla goes there and the lady kind of blew her off and Carla, you know, went and the guy was like, do you want a mimoso? And he made her mimoso and Carla sat there and drank her mimoso. And, you know, the lady came up and uh, started to get a little choked up because I just want, you know, when you're awake, you just want to know that everybody that you have constant contact with are going to be okay and they're going to wake up. So the lady basically came up to Carla and said, so I hear you need a job. And Carla said, yes, I'll do anything. I will, I will bust tables. I'll wash dishes. I'll do anything. I have two kids. I need to get on my own two feet for once because you have to understand Carla's never done that. She's always guy to guy to guy to guy to guy to guy to guy because it's a pattern. That's what we do. Her mom did the same thing. That's where she learned it. And unfortunately, we get stuck in it as adults. So long story short, because of Carla making the conscious decision to change something in her life, come down here, even though she treated me horribly and, and it didn't work out with her staying here. And I'll get into that in a second. But, you know, she got the job. She just went yesterday for an interview up against other people and she got the job. The kicker was that the job is probably two miles from my place, right? What type of synchronicity is that? At the same time, this is all going on. Now, my apartments are very, very amazing. You have an, a door that goes to the inside building or my door goes to the street. Now, there's another apartment right next to mine. Now, this is rare. The guy who has that apartment came up to me the other day. And he was like, hey, Eric, um, you know, I'm stuck living in my living room right now because, you know, I had some things change. I need a two bedroom place. But I could do you do you like sleep with sleep affirmations? I can hear them coming through the wall. I was like, oh, yeah, you know, what? I'll just stop doing that. And he was like, and I was like, but you're you're leaving. He goes, yeah, you know. I really need two bedroom. I kind of want to get out of here now, but my lease isn't up until December. And I, and boom, how did I get my place in fourth ward? Right. How did I get my apartment? I did a roommate release on it and everything worked out. <laughs> so I looked at, I said, I would really like your apartment. So he was like, for who? And I was like, you know, I let my, my ex move in and it's just, it's hectic. And now I think that we're going to do a roommate release on his place, right? I got a couple things to manifest to make that happen, but that's what life is, right? You sit down, you meditate, you set your attention, you feel that, feel what you want, you let it go to the universe, and you live in the now. And that's that, right? So I'm sorry I took a little bit of break, guys, and going through some just crazy things. But the lesson all here is that 
if you lead your life with love, everything around you changes. I have so many people who I coach who are like, you know, my ex is this, 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 this. And I first thing you want to do is go look in the mirror and see how many of them qualities that you have either in your past or in your present that your ex has. Because let me tell you something, you're creating your ex. And as wild as vivid that sounds, we all create our own reality. And what I'm trying to tell you is the quicker that you love yourself is you'll quicker you love everybody else, the quicker everybody else will love you. So what am I telling you is that maybe Carla's not changing herself. Maybe my thoughts about Carla are changing Carla. Is that a good feeling for y'all to think about your exes? Like all you have to do is think about them in a better light, see them doing better things and they do better stuff faster. And I wish I would have like really, really set that in even harder a year ago, even though it was really hard because of the rifts that we would have back and forth because of this man she was with. I just always, as soon as a riff happened, I would bless them. I would sit in meditation and say, bless both of them and then let it be right. And look, here we are now. She's far from perfect. Her road is far from over. She's still has communication with the guy like a knucklehead and that's her own crap to go through, but she's changing. And now I know if I apply it even more in my head, if I see even a better ending for her, it'll come to her. People, we are creating our reality. Everybody around you. I know it's very, very hard to understand when they're near you, right? But when people are not near you, when they go back out in the world and you separate, if you don't see great things for them, great things will never come to them because unfortunately, it's your perception overall at the end of the day. So for anybody looking to learn this stuff, anybody looking to grasp this reality and to pull, you know, the good stuff into your life where you can sit back and you can I'm with my kids every day, people like, you know, these big jobs come in now for window film for $8,000. I just looked at another one for 11.5. I have another one coming in for about three. I have like, and these are jobs that take me maybe, you know, the last one turned into a nightmare, by the way, because I screwed that up, but I'll do an episode on how I screwed that up. I got paid, but it just took a little while. I just kind of put some blockages in there, but we'll talk about that later. But, um, You know, things are just really beautiful, you know, and I'm learning more and more that the more you live in the present moment than now, that's where the good stuff happens because you're connected to this positive feeling because when you're right here, you're not in your head. And when you're not in your head, life is amazing, people. It's so amazing. So I hope you all enjoyed today's podcast. I'll be back at it now. I know I said that before, but I had issues with my old phone. I got a new phone and just so much, so much has been happening, but I love each and every one of you. Please come see me on Facebook. Eric knew you guru. I do lives all the time. I put up some great content. It's just E-R-I-C-N-E-W-U-G-U-R-U. Send me a friend request. Get, start watching me, start feeling more comfortable with me reach out to me. Let's book a call and let's get you, let's get you going. Let's get you going. Like the longer you wait to start this process, the longer you're going to live in ego, 
the longer you're going to deal with depression and anxiety, anxiety and fear and the longer you're going to disrespect people and not understand that the wealthy know something that you do not. But your boy Eric Kaiser knows exactly what they know. I love y'all. Bye.